Hey everybody, this is Sophie and welcome to episode 74 of the Big Big Cast. On this episode, Melanie and I are going to talk about spring break and specifically about my family's trip to Universal Studios in Orlando. We're going to talk about Perry's recent surgery and get a little update on that. We're going to talk about books and makeup and we are going to talk about the Mississippi State Bulldogs and how the women's basketball team made it all the way to the final four pretty much a highlight of my whole life. We're so glad y'all are with us. And as always, remember that you can like our page on Facebook at facebook.com slash the big cast. And if you would leave us a rating or a review on iTunes, that would be delightful. We would sure appreciate it. And it really does help a lot with podcasty stuff. So we hope y'all enjoy episode 74 and we are so grateful y'all are here. Hey, everybody. This is Sophie. This is Big Mama. Hey, it's Melanie. It's Big Mama. And this is episode something or another of the Big Big Cast. What is it? Is it 70? Do you know what it is? 73, 74? 70 something. 70 ish. Welcome to episode 70 something ish. Yep. 70 something. We average 10 a year since we've been doing these podcasts. (laughs) It's remarkable. I know it really is. It's it 74, really is. episode 74. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. Look at us. Okay, next time 75. That maybe we need to commemorate that somehow. Maybe we do. Maybe okay. we do. So okay. we were talking about the fact that this summer Alex and I are planning to go to Kenya. Yes. With, with compassion. With compassion. And um, that I have learned over the years that at some point compassion will trick you into a hike. Um, <laughs> but, That's right. We learned that the hard way in the Amazon. Yes, we did. They will yeah. they will trick you into a hike. And then on our, our last trip, which was to Ecuador, we went to this lodge that was on the side of the river. Yes. And honest to goodness, how many steps did we have to climb with our luggage? Honest to goodness, how many? 642 <laughs> is my rough estimate. It oh. was a mile of steps. Oh, I know. Carrying <laughs> luggage. So you couldn't roll your luggage. No, you could not. No, mm-hmm. I do know that when I got to the top of those steps, I saw the face of Jesus. I, yes. <laughs> and it was hot. I've never <laughs> been so hot to this day. I've still never been so hot. There's no. Ecuador hot and there's mm-hmm. all other kinds of heat. It was so hot. And I remember just thinking if I could get to the top and stop and maybe get like two real deep breaths, I could. Yeah. I could move. Yeah. Or live. Or <laughs> <laughs> Yes. 
And do you, was Ugh. there somebody at the top who had like ice water for us waiting? And I was trying not to embarrass myself, like, because you just wanted to dump it on your head. It was, it was I prof- I don't remember the ice water. Okay. Maybe there was, but I, all I remember is that we got to our room that mm-hmm. also had no air conditioning mm-hmm. and that we basically stripped down to our underwear and just laid there on top of our <laughs> covers for I don't know how long. In silence. Yeah, just awful. Just the monkeys and 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 some oh. out of tropical birds and yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did I tell you did I tell you about my discussion with Kelly uh mentor? We were talking about, you know, they go to the Amazon and yes. she was saying that their tour guide was telling them this, this time why it's hard to sleep on the jungle floor. Like that would really be a thing that people might consider. Like <laughs> it's the jungle floor is so it, you can't sleep on it at night just in case you were wanting to sleep in a jungle because all the animals are so active that it actually vibrates with all the movement. So you oh. have to tie you have to tie yourself up in a tree if you're going to sleep in the jungle. Just for those of you who are planning that for your summer vacation. Hey, just know. I, I'd have thought maybe the answer to that question would just be snakes. I mean... Well, <laughs> why, why, why you can't sleep on the jungle floor? Snakes. Snakes. I think that's a good, because remember how they tell you, they'd be like, if you get bit by this one snake, then you just find this other kind of snake and it, <laughs> it counteracts the bite from the first snake. Sure. Mm-hmm. And and that's when I knew I needed to get back to San Antonio as fast as I could. Um, well, I didn't, th- th- so it vibrates. That's so interesting. Yeah, with all the movement and the animals, it's so, it's like alive. The jungle comes alive at night, apparently. <laughs> I believe somebody should write a song about that. That, Like in the jungle. The the, mighty jungle. Yeah. The lion sleeps. I don't know. Does it sleep at night? Does Not on the floor. Not well. Not well. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. So anyway. Okay. So so yes. So you're trying to be physically fit. Yeah. So, you know, so I've, I've, I've kind of, I've been into it a little bit. Like I, it was sort of like I finished that last book and I sort of, I've, I've, I've kind of been in it with the exercising and stuff, which has been good for a whole lot of reasons. But it's um, I f- it makes me feel better about whatever is to come in Kenya because I know I will be tricked into a hike. Yeah, I, I know I will climb. I will have to climb some things, and um, and so and and I what I was telling you is that with a fourteen year old as my travel companion who can yeah, pretty much leap tall buildings in a single bound and you know never feel That's right. a thing like you got to be able to keep up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because, you know, it's like that old pro- that old parable they tell you about the lion is you don't have to be the fastest. You just have to be faster than the slowest person. That's right. You don't want to get caught. Listen, so if I can be faster than the slowest person, that'll be a win. You'll be OK. You'll yeah. Be okay. But I will say, like, you, you know, we, we've just we just got home from we went to Universal for a few days um, for spring break and I could feel it like I could feel um, the, you know, just kind of power walking through that park. It was mm-hmm. good. Yeah, yeah, that you were used to doing some power walking. Yeah, I was used to the power walking, although it was real hot the last day we were there, and it did make mm. me remember, just like when the sun gets super intense, Yeah, how, how much I don't like that. Like, I just, no, no. I don't like that. Mm-mm. I hate the feeling of that, like, the sun is really out today, and it's a beautiful day here, but it's because it's dry, and there's a breeze, but like, when it's just that humid in the sun and I mean that's just that you can't feel like you're going to breathe you yeah, know yeah when it feels like the sun is like a laser beam into your head mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is the worst I hate that feeling mm-hmm. I hate that feeling mm-hmm. well um well that's super exciting that y'all are going to Kenya that'll be a great trip I'm excited I think it'll be we, yeah we went and got did all his passport stuff today and I think it'll be a good adventure I think he's a good age for it um I don't know I think it'll I think I think it'll be it'll be good so 
that's that'll yep. be here before you know it. Okay. Okay. Well, speaking of physical fitness, so I went to my first yoga class okay. yesterday. Yeah, we need to break that down for a minute. Because <laughs> honest to goodness, I saw that on Twitter yesterday, and I thought I don't, I don't even know how to respond. I need to think about this for a minute. I don't even know how to respond. But my inclination, my my inclination is that you loved it. You know what? I here's the thing. I I don't feel like, and no offense, because here's the thing. I. I do not get the impression that I was in any kind of a hardcore yoga class yesterday. I mean, there were no, the fact, just the fact that I could do all the things that we were supposed to do is an indication to me that this was not a high level yoga course. Well, but that's a victory. Uh, That's a victory. You did not go and have to excuse yourself or stand in the back for a moment. No, I didn't. And I, I mean, I do have some balance issues. I will say that. I mean, there were times where I was like, I don't know that I can like turn over on my left side while holding my arm this way. You know what I mean? And balancing the stick. Cause so they gave us a big long stick, like a dowel. And apparently that was so that you keep your shoulders back the entire time. Okay. Okay. So that you don't, so it keeps your body in better alignment. And so anyway, so my shoulders are a little sore today mm-hmm, from that, mm-hmm. but it was, it was very relaxing, but I did not leave there feeling as if I had worked out. I felt like I'd stretched a lot, but I don't think it, to me, that did not seem like a legitimate, I don't know that my, I burned any calories or anything doing that. So Maybe like, I did. Your heart I don't rate know. never got up or anything like no, that? No, I never broke a sweat. I mean, like the whole thing. And th- I mean, it was fine. It was very relaxing. And I, I loved the music and it was very soothing. <laughs> and at the end, we all laid there in the corpse pose, which is unsettling. No, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. And, and she placed a towel that had been spritzed with eucalyptus and spearmint over our eyes. Oh. And, yeah. And we just laid there to figure out what parts of our body we needed to honor. And so I was like, I feel, <laughs> I feel good about this. Like this, I don't know what parts of my body need to be honored. But <laughs> okay. So I've, have I ever told you that my mama, when my whole time growing up, she taught what she called an interdenominational women's exercise class. <laughs> because there are many different well, denominations. Well, here's the thing. My hometown really that. did have a large, still has a large, I mean, for its size, a fairly large Jewish community. And Mama always mm-hmm. wanted those Jewish ladies, she wanted them to feel yeah. welcome in our, that in they, our they, Yeah, they don't want to feel like they can't jazzercise with the Baptists. That's exactly right. So mm-hmm. in, our, in, our, in the church where I grew up, and um, Mama host, did this exercise class, and I mean, for years, she did it like with the Parks and Recreation Department when I was really little. And then, yes, ma'am, she did. Um, ladies exercise. I'm and, so happy. Yeah. And um, and then she she moved it to the, the Methodist Church where I grew up. And I mean, mm-hmm. until I went to college, she did this for years. And it was kind of a combination. She would have said it was calisthenics and yoga. Oh, okay. It was a mixture mm-hmm. of the two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But okay. um, but at the end, and Mama had all these books about all that kind of stuff, and it was a lot of stretching, a lot of a lot of holding holding things, and then at the end, Mama would everybody would get in that position, and Mama would go through this whole routine, and it's what she used to do with me when I was sick. So she would she would um if or I was stressed out, so everybody would get in this position, and she would start, and she would say, "Relax your toes, relax your mm. insteps." And your ankles. I mean, I can go through the whole thing. Relax the lower part of your legs, your calves, your knees, and your thighs. Bend one knee if your back is tired. Like, I can say the whole thing. Mm. And so when you say that about decide which part of your body you need to honor, I would probably need to honor my back is my guess. I would probably. 
probably need to honor my back. But then Mama would do a devotional at the end after everybody was relaxed. Mm-hmm. She would do a devotional and she would pray for everybody and they would leave. And I did not appreciate that when I was little. Yes. Or well. even when I was, you know, like high school, college age. But now mm-hmm. I think, well, that would be the sweetest thing to go and to, yes. to stretch and to exercise like that. And then at the end to have somebody, you know, say a devotional and yeah. pray over you. So yeah, that anyway. is very sweet. And well done, Wita. That was very well, sweet. Well done, yeah. Wita. Yes. I know. I like that. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's how this was. I felt very relaxed. I thought this was probably very good for my blood pressure. Like mm-hmm, I'm, mm-hmm. I feel, I don't have a care in the world. I feel like I could go home and take a nap. Um, but at the end, so we're laying there and then they end the class and she rings these little ting, like little <laughs> bells. It's like ting. And that was, you're supposed to be waking your body up. And then she mm-hmm. would say, move your wrists, move your toes, move your, so it was, it was all fine. I just, uh, you know, I, so I would go back. I just did not feel like it was necessarily, you know, doing anything to like make my legs look better for swimsuit season is what I'm saying. Okay. This particular class. Now, I don't want to say that because people are going to say, I do yoga and I, I get it. I know that a lot of people do it and it's hard. This particular class was like a very low key yoga class. Okay. I got you. Will so, you go back? Um, I would go back. I do think I would go back. Yeah, I do think I would go back. It was, I mean, it was, it was, it was fairly enjoyable. Well, because I'm going to tell you this other thing that they've added. So this is at Smart Bar. Now they have a smart yoga class. So that was why I was hoping to go take a Smart Bar class, but I didn't want to go until noon because I had some stuff I needed to get done. So then I was like, oh, well, I can do a smart yoga. I'll try that. Well, they have also added a class called Smart Bounce. Okay. and I'm going to tell you what this is. And then you tell me if you think that this is something that you could do. Because I have decided it is not something I could do. So you get your own little mini trampoline okay. that you use oh. the entire. <laughs> oh. oh, oh, And so that trampoline raises a whole lot of issues for me. Yes. The, yes. The least of, the least of which may be my balance. I mean, I'm just saying as a 45 year old woman, I just, there are a lot of things that I, trampolines may be past my, I may be past the day of trampolines. Are we talking like a mini tramp? Like we would have had like, like everybody. Okay. Okay. Yes. And you do your moves on the mini trampoline, which a girl in the yoga class yesterday was telling me, she said she went and she said, and I was drenched in sweat by the time I left. And I'm like, well, I imagine I'd be drenched in a lot of things if I was on a trampoline for an hour. Yes, ma'am. Golly. So, I know it's on a trampoline, but I thought, well, that sounds like a good workout, but I, that I would be so afraid I'd bounce halfway on and off that trampoline. Like that's like a, that's some sort of major injury waiting to happen for me. I think I've broken too many things to, to risk it on something like that, <laughs> but I could see where you would just about like where it, it would, you would just be soaked at the end. Oh. You would. I mean, think about the amount of cardio that you're getting doing all that and then being on a trampoline to do it. Wow. That's a lot going on. Yeah, it's a lot going on. So um, I don't I don't know that I'll be trying. I may try a smart bounce class. And actually, I take that back. I may try it just for the pure comedy of it at some point if I'm in that kind of a mood. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just to see. But well, I don't see that. I'm more likely to continue with the smart yoga than I am the smart bounce. Well, there's a class um, on... I think it, it seems to be on Wednesday nights and Sunday nights um, where at our gym where um, people do, it's it's kind of like a CrossFit class and they're mm-hmm. always in some stage of the CrossFit class. It feels like about the time that I get there. And mm. I listen, I watch with wonder. 
I watch with wonder, like the, the, the way that they attach the pulleys to things and the elaborate twisted squats that they do and the, the, the yes. like, it's just like, I, I mean, there, are, there have been a couple of times specifically when one person was doing these lunges where she would grab these ropes and she would twist and then lunge going the opposite direction where I honestly, mm-hmm. I want to say, ma'am, I think you're going to hurt something like, ma'am, <laughs> please be careful. Ma'am, you're back. Please, please be uh-huh. careful. I just... That can't, mm-hmm, that can't be good for you. Well, I'll tell you that Perry had discovered, you know, because he's been with his knee injury, so he spent a lot of time looking on the computer. And apparently there's a whole there's a whole bunch of YouTubes that are just devoted to CrossFit fails. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Of people where that has gone wrong. Because, I mean, think about it. I mean, he always says he's like a 44-year-old person isn't meant to go, like, drag a tire through a parking lot. Like, those days are gone. That's what you do when you're 17. You don't do it when you're 40-something. Well, I will say, my brother, I think I've told you, has gotten real yes. into CrossFit in Memphis. And, yes. And he loves it. But he sent me an email yesterday, and he said that a lot of people his age which he's 10 years older than I am, have, have had some, that they, that some people have had some injuries. And, I'm sure. And like that, and have had to kind of back off. He said, I just try to like, remember, I try to take it slow and remember that I may have to do things a little bit differently. But I mean, you think about like swinging those kettlebells and all that kind of stuff. Yes. It's, a, it's a great workout, but like that you're not 20 anymore. That, that's something no. to remember. No, you are not 20. I mean, and I, frankly, I wasn't that good at that stuff when I was 20. Oh, so not that I really tried it, but Mm-mm. I just, you know, that wasn't really my, that wasn't really my thing. I was never really one to look for a lot of athletic endeavors. <laughs> no, I was not, I was not either. I was not Mm-mm. really either. I would go through phases where I would get real into, to walk in. Um, but at occasion, I went through a couple of aerobics phases, but not necessarily something where I was going to be, you know, like doing, I don't know, chin-ups. Yeah. Calisthenics. Um, yeah. What and what not. Mm-hmm. 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 So how, yeah. how's, how's Pete's recovery going? How's that going on your Well, I'm going to tell you, we still have the recliner here in our living room. We, uh, we signed on for two more weeks of the mm-hmm. recliner. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, and he's added a, a white pillow from our bed on it. So it really looks, it looks more geriatric than ever. Cause now it's got a bed pillow in it too, you know? So, uh-huh. it, um, so he's still got his brace. He's able to bend his knee. He's got to wear his brace, but he can bend to like 90 degrees. So that's good. Okay. Um, so yeah, so he goes and gets an MRI like in two more weeks to see if it's healed the way it's supposed to heal. So we'll see. Um, so it, the good news is, is he's, he is now self-sufficient, which we, that took a long time. Like even last night, like he went to the ranch this morning, he was leaving early this morning. And I said, what time are you leaving? And he said, probably eight. I'm taking the dogs. He said, I may need you to help me load the lawnmower and some other tools. And I was like, well, that didn't really the way I want to start my day. I'm being honest, loading the lawnmower. But when I woke up, he was already gone. So he managed to load the lawnmower and do all that by himself. Okay. Now how, cause I was going to say, if you have to help him load it, how was he going to unload it? I that I, I don't know push it out of the back of his truck I don't I don't know I, maybe that's what dawned on him too is okay. like okay I'm gonna have to so anyway so the good news is is he is at the ranch with the dogs who desperately needed to go to the ranch mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. they've been a little stir crazy in his recovery and so he's he's better but I mean but I think the thing is is we still don't know we won't know if the surgery actually worked for like two more weeks and so if it didn't work what does that mean 
if it did not work, then he goes in and they do it again, but they uh-huh. just scope it and take that. So then it's like not as extensive because the reason this has been so extensive is because it's got to, it, it, you're trying to heal the meniscus. You're trying to let it because they actually stitched it back together because that saves him from possibly needing a knee replacement when he's like 70. Right. So if that works, that's the ideal scenario. If it doesn't work, then they go in and just do the like orthoscopy, scope it, get all the damaged material out and the end. So we'll have to still go through that. But we've got to figure all this out because, you know, that we have no health insurance or our current health insurance drops us as of July because she man is pulling out of Texas. Right. Yeah. 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 So we've got to figure out our we've got to figure out our insurance. So anyway, we need to figure out the knee stuff while we are still currently insured. And then we can move on to greener pastures after that. Gotcha. Okay. So. Yeah, so that's where we are. But the recliner's still here. I don't know when. I've got to call Dexter, my buddy Dexter, at some point to come pick it back up. But Perry is still using it as of right now. I have a feeling that it may have it, it may have birthed some sort of recliner affection in him this time with it. You may be finding yourself at the store before it's all no. said and done. You don't think? No, I can already, because I'm going to tell you the worst part of it is like, you know, our living room is pretty small. You right. know, our house is just not, so we don't have a lot of space. So the, the recliner actually sits kind of halfway in our dining room, in our okay. living room. Okay. So it's like kind of blocking that area. And the other part of that is now he has to crank the TV up to somewhere in the level of stun <laughs> to be able to hear the TV. So I've got the recliner. I've got my volume turned up to 42. <laughs> Oh gosh! So the recliner's leaving. I mean, it's it's, and it's not going to be replaced with anything else. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's whatever. So um, now I have been thinking about I want to get some furniture in our bedroom to create more of a seating area there. I would not be opposed to a tasteful type of recliner in there if we could find one that just looked like a nice chair that happened to recline. Yeah, well, you know, we have a recliner in our bedroom, and and it was. David had dreamed of a recliner for a long time. He had one when we mm-hmm. first got married that, that I called the captain's chair. Yes. And, and anyway, I can't remember. We ended up giving it away when we were trying to reconfigure bedrooms at some point. Mm-hmm. And um, he really missed having a recliner. And so on the end of our bedroom, you know, it's like a seating area. And, yes. and he has his recliner in there and we have a television in there and another chair. And that is where he lives pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I mean, I think that would be, that's kind of what I'm wanting to do because our bedroom's big enough that we can have a seating area at the end and put a TV in there, which is kind of what I'm wanting to do, but mm-hmm. I haven't figured out what our furniture is going to be in there. So mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. mainly because I just, it's going to require rearranging the room and all that stuff. And I just have not had the energy to get into that. It's a, it's a dream of mine in my head. But wait, now right your, now your bed now is down on the end, right? No, our bed now is, well, it's no, it's in the, it used to be on the end. Like okay. it used to, so our room like ran long ways, but then we moved it. And so it kind of made the room wider, but shorter. Okay. You know what I mean? Yes. So, but I, I want to turn it back to the way where our bed is long and then okay. nobody on the podcast can, we can, maybe we can draw a diagram <laughs> that we link to. But it. Well, think of a rectangle and think of if the bed were on the. Yeah. 
we're up against the long side of the rectangle or the short side of the rectangle. Yes. Okay. Yes, we want to move it back to the short side of the rectangle because right. then that way we have room at the end where we could put a couch at the end of our bed and put a TV in there. Because then I just feel like when Caroline has friends over now, they go in the playroom and there's a TV, but they still have to come through here to go to the kitchen and all that. So I feel like we would like having our own little seating area back in the bedroom. Yes, yes, for sure. So where it's, where it's quieter and all that. So, so that's that. Okay. Well, okay. everybody, I hope you feel like you're all caught up. I know. That's pretty much, that's what's been happening. That's what's happening around here. So y'all, okay, so tell us about Universal. It was delightful. I mean, it was just, you know, we love it there anyway. And um, yes. we have, we've been a few times. Um, And so this time, we, you know, we went with a couple of families from our small group who also have two of those kids and those families are good friends of Alex's and um, in his grade at school. And so... It was just fun. I don't, I don't know. It it was just fun. It, we love like, well, here's what I love about Universal. I thought about this a lot the last couple of days. And I, again, I know there are some dedicated Disney people and this is nothing against Disney. I'm sure it is also wonderful. It's just never been anything. I haven't been to Disney since I was a teenager. So I mean, to Disney World, I've been to Disneyland, but, um, so today we are not wanting to offend any yogis or Disney fanatics. No, 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 on no. Our podcast. This, yeah. is, mm-hmm. this does not take away from Disney at all. I'm just no. sticking to what I, mm-hmm. what I do enjoy about Universal Studios yes. and the Islands of Adventure. Um, well, one is, you know, if you stay on site there, you have a separate line for all the rides. You, you're, you have an automatic express pass for everything. And, okay. that, and that express pass, except on the two Harry Potter rides, there's no express pass for those. So, so for one thing, it just makes it super fun to be able to ride stuff without having to wait for forever and ever and ever. Yes. Um, and which we did. And then you know, there's a new Tonight Show Jimmy Fallon ride at Universal yes. that was not, it's not, doesn't officially open until next week. But with the Express Pass, I would just, you could just go right on through. And it was so much fun. And I just, we loved it. I don't know. It was just a great trip. It was, it was. That's um, so good. Mm-hmm, it was a great trip. Okay. We, um, I mean, we rode every, I think just about everything and, and multiple times in both parks. And um, we had one night where we did a nice dinner and then a couple of nights where we just hung out by the pool and had supper there. And it was so much fun. And we drove for the first time down there, which we had never done yes. before, which okay. I really enjoyed. I kind of like on the way down, I thought this is why Melanie and Gully love the road trip. Yeah. Yeah. We do like a road trip. Because you really get to, I don't know, you get to kind of take your time and stop and listen to stuff and talk. And it's a good, it's a good experience. Yeah, I'd always thought that drive was going to be so long, you know, because it's mm-hmm. like eight and a half hours from here. But it was not bad at all. It just, okay, it went by, it went by fast. And, um, and we, we just didn't, I don't know, we enjoyed the whole thing. So that's so good. So it wasn't too crowded because it was still, I mean, it was spring break a lot of places. I will say Saturday, like we got down there Saturday about lunchtime and just put our luggage at the hotel until our room was ready and kind of went into the park. And one of the families was already there. And so we went with them into the park and it was not really crowded at all Saturday or Sunday. Monday, it was pretty crowded. Okay. Um, I would say it was like we waited I can't remember what day that was, but one day for the Gringotts ride, um, which is the second Harry Potter ride, I think we waited like something like 50 minutes just because there's not an express pass and, but it moves, you know, I will say they do a really good job of having waiting areas that aren't just lines, you know, you're not just standing. Yeah. Um, Yeah. There's always something to look at or whatever. Um, 
but it was crowded on Monday. And then two, or maybe, no, it was Tuesday. It was, um, I don't know. I didn't get a, it was just hot on Tuesday was the main thing. And then okay. we have some friends who were there right now. And they said that yesterday was not very crowded, but today it seems like there are more people. So I don't know what, what you attribute all that to, but okay. um, we had kind of a mixed bag in terms of the crowds. Okay. Okay. All but right. I highly well, recommend it. It's such a fun, uh, such a fun place to go with teenagers. And especially if you're an adult too, who likes that kind of stuff. Like I love, yes. I love me a ride. And so um, it was just, it was great. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I think that it would be a lot of fun. I would really like to go. I would like to go see Harry Potter and all that. That would be like my kind of thing. Rides, you know, Caroline and I are both funny about rides. I'm, I've gotten so weird. When I was younger, I would ride anything. Now I think I have a little bit of an equilibrium problem because yes. like when Gully and I took the kids to Six Flags a couple of summers ago, I was like, oh, I can't ride these rides and get off and feel normal like I used to. Mm-hmm. So that's my. <laughs> yeah. I would say the same for me about the things that loop. Like, I don't yes. really enjoy that as much anymore. But, um, but like, the Mummy, which is a roller coaster, but kind of a space mountain more feel where you, mm-hmm. don't, like, you don't go upside down ever. Mm-hmm. Um, that I love. I still love that a whole lot. But okay. now, like, Alex and the kids would ride, like, Rip Ride Rocket, which is a super big roller coaster. They would ride that thing three times in a row. It, I, I, like, uh-uh. There's no way. There's no, no. way. No, mm-mm. I just, I'm, yeah, I, I can't do it. I can't do it. It made me real sad. I learned that at the rodeo several years ago. I never will forget where I was like, okay, I wrote a couple of things and it took me like two days to recover. Like I felt like I had like an inner ear problem. All I know is it makes me nauseated and a little dizzy. Yeah. But oh, yeah. you hear Hazel, she always likes to make an appearance. Clearly I will, somebody's delivering something. Uh-huh. Well, she's protecting you. She's guarding the house. Okay. I'm going to close my door. Hold on. Okay. Okay, David was outside planting um, some bulbs. And oh, so clearly, very ominous. Mm-hmm. Very ominous. Um, okay. So here's the other thing that I love about Universal. And the other thing I would highly recommend is the last few times we've been, wherever we've stayed on site, we stay on the club level. I think I've told you mm-hmm. this. Yes. And it sounds like, well, that's so indulgent. But I'll tell you what, it's really not. Because they're in the club on the club level, you get... Um, continental breakfast every morning but it's not just like pastries they usually like they always had grits oatmeal I don't know you're not a breakfast person but it sure does make a difference when you're um yes got uh, yeah the kids and all that and that's you know so they have and they have cereal orange juice um but a not any fruit all that kind of stuff in the morning which is so great to just be able to walk down the hall and get that they have they have um soft drinks and coffee and and the ice machine that I love that's a that's a game changer yes then in the afternoon they have kind of a like a a fairly long sort of it could you could either call it a snack hour or you could call it a cocktail hour but it's um but they do they have again soft drinks then they have kind of heavy hors d'oeuvres at night and they have a bar um if grown-ups feel like they have a, a need for that after spending all yeah. day in the park yes. with their Which, children. Yes, sometimes <laughs> then, they do. Sometimes yes. they do. And then at night, like at nine, I think they put out chocolate chip cookies, oatmeal cookies, all that kind of stuff and milk. Mm-hmm. So you get this and they have like, I don't know, you just kind of have this built in. If you don't really want to eat, but you just want to nibble or you seem to snack or whatever, that's there all day long. And it takes 
a lot of the like just having to eat hot dogs and churros. Yes, and, yes. Or having to go spend a whole bunch on a meal takes that out of the equation. Mm-hmm. So anyway, and they keep bottles of water in there so you can grab those before you go to the park, and it's it's delightful. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I mm-hmm. like that. I like that. Okay, well, I'm sold. I'm ready to go. Listen, My I think y'all is, would love it. I really do. I know. I think we would have a great time. It's just, you know, I, the problem here is, and I've said this before, <laughs> is that I end up, I have to be the planner. And right. I don't really like being the planner. I just need somebody. And I know there are travel agents. If somebody would just call me and say, here, we've booked a vacation for you. This is when you leave. This is when you're going. This is where you're staying. That is what I want. Right. I don't want to have to come up with all the stuff. Because even the summer, like we've been like, well, we could go here. We could go here. We could do this. We could do that. But I'm like, unless I get on and do it, it's not going to happen. And I just, I don't know. I just, then I'm like, well, I could, or I could not. So I'm just, I'm a, I'm not a good vacation planner. Well, I will say with, you know, again, I sound like a universal commercial and that, no, that's I'm, okay. You know, and I have, I have received $0 in discounts and compensation. Yes, for this me. is not, a, this is not a, this is not a new sponsor. No. Now, we would take them as a sponsor. Sure. If anybody at Universal would like to send us, I would certainly go, yes. especially if you would just call me and say, this is when you're going and <laughs> have it all planned for me. But, but if you ever decide, not. if you ever decide to go, one, there's a Universal Vacation site or you can call them and just tell them and they'll plan it for you. Okay. And like, they'll take care of all that for you. Or, you know, you can call me and I'll tell you, you know. Yes, I know. I mean, I listen, I know. I just, something, there's a disconnect. I'm like, I don't know what it is. So I start thinking about, well, then I'm going to have to board the dogs. I'm going to have to yes. figure out where, I don't know. I'm just not a good, poor Caroline. She's going to end up being a gypsy child who just travels <laughs> the world. She's just going to roam. When we're podcasting, when we're doing <sighs> podcast number 84, 10 years from now. That's right. Um, I'll say, well, Caroline is in Africa this week. She just left Australia and now she's <laughs> going to New Zealand. Y'all don't know why. It's because it's a. It's like, yeah, we're going to go on vacation. You know, we're going the beach two hours from here. That's where we're going. So well, there's nothing wrong, sister, with a beach vacation. That is delightful. Uh, that's you that's, love a beach vacation. I mean, mm-hmm. we're fans of the beach vacation, but I feel like it's time to. We need to branch out and do something. We just haven't. So. Well, I do feel like I feel like I, I told David and Alex at lunch. I, I like I love that feeling that we really did go do something. Yeah, you know, like we we went we went we made some memories. Um, yeah, you know, we we participated in, in something with some other people. There's something about that that's that's um that's a lot of fun. We really we had a, we had the best time. It was it was that's a great so great trip. So, that's super fun. That's thumbs good. Up. Thumbs up. That's Universal. very good. Okay, two thumbs up. Universal, you okay. go. Hey y'all, it's Sophie by myself. I'm gonna do that thing that you hear on podcasts sometimes where. There's a little pause in the proceedings and maybe a little breezy music playing underneath, real casual-like, so that I can tell you about our sponsor for today's episode. Today's sponsor is Casper. And as you have heard me say before, Casper is an obsessively engineered mattress that you can buy at a shockingly fair price. It combines supportive memory foams to create an award-winning sleep surface that has just the right sink and just the right bounce, and there are over 20,000 reviews online, an average of 4.8 stars. It's quickly becoming the internet's favorite mattress. You can get free shipping and return to the U.S. and Canada, and you can try Casper for 100 nights risk-free in your own home. If you don't love it, 
They'll pick it up and they'll refund you everything. It's designed, developed, and assembled in the USA. And if you'd like to try a Casper mattress, you can get $50 toward any mattress purchase if you go to casper.com slash bigboo and use the promo code bigboo. That's casper.com slash bigboo and use the promo code bigboo. If you're anything like Melanie and I are, and sleep means a whole lot to you, go to casper.com slash bigboo and use the promo code bigboo. Now we'll get back to the podcast. Um, well, so now back to school next week, back to reality. Yes, we went today and got, um, we had to do Alex's passport stuff for Kenya. And then um, we went to Costco today, which I know you're not a Costco person, but I got so tickled at myself when we were in there because you kind of like, I try going in, like you try to guard against it. Like I am not going to fall prey to everything I see and suddenly develop an innate a perceived need for it. Yes. But I mean, we're not 20 feet in the door and I'm like, look at those bulbs. They yeah. have these, like, those are, look at those bulbs. Like, those are the ones David just planted. Okay. Then yeah. suddenly it's like, you know what? I want a pineapple. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I need a bag of sweet potatoes. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, it was just, just the craziest stuff. Like, I just, Oh, they have LED light bulbs. We need some LED light bulbs. Like just that kind of stuff. And then suddenly they just, they just pull you in. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I can't really go to places like that. Cause that's like me shopping online at like anthropology. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm like, it's $20 off every purchase of a hundred dollars or more. Like it's practically that- free. It's almost free and I need to, I ordered three different pairs of denim shorts today. Now I'm only going to keep one pair, but I was Tell like, I need denim more. shorts. Tell and me I, more. Well, I, okay. So I have these gap denim shorts that I've had for like two or three summers, but they really are my go-to. That's what I throw on. I'm either putting on like running shorts in the summer I mean, like casual day to day. I'm either putting on running shorts or denim shorts because I bought these cute, like hot pink ones from J. Crew. But I'm just not going to throw those on every day because they need to be ironed. They're high maintenance. Okay. So my denim shorts are my go-to. Well, I felt like I needed another pair because my Gap ones are a little bit. I don't know. I'm just tired of them. Okay. So I so I went online. It's like a it's like a '90s Renaissance because I so I put them on Fashion Friday today. But they had at Nordstrom. Levi 501 denim shorts. Oh, please, please, please don't say button fly. That are, I think they're button fly. Oh my word. Well, yeah. So how can I even resist? And they're distressed. So they're already faded and broken in. And the game changer for me was, is they have a six inch inseam and then you can opt how much of that you want to roll up. Because that's the other problem is like, if you are trying to sell me a pair of shorts and what you say on there is that they have a two and a quarter inch inseam. Right. No, no, ma'am. Right. That's my underwear has a two and a quarter inch inseam. You know what I mean? So like, I'm going to need a little more length than that. (laughs) So that's going to take a lot more smart yoga before I'm wearing two and a quarter inch inseam, you know? Yes, ma'am. So, uh, so anyway, so that was because I will say, I am glad to see there seems to be a resurgence in more of the Bermuda short length for shorts this summer. Because Thank Gap, you, Lord. Thank yeah, you, Lord. 
Well, Gap has those denim. They have a version of the denim. Remember like we wore in college that are the long Bermuda short, like cut off denim, but then you roll them up. Didn't, did you wear those in college? You know what yes, I'm talking about? I know about? exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. So I had a pair of those that I loved. And so they're showing those and like, and then at first I was like, well, that's Gap. They're also showing pleats. So take it all with a grain of salt. Take it with a, yes. you're also selling me a chambray jumpsuit. So I'm going to take it all with a grain of salt. But Nordstrom has them too. And a lot of the high-end denim brands like Page has a long version and like Citizens has it. So I always feel good when the designer brands are also doing that because that means it's a trend. Yes. Yes. You know, so um, because I think denim shorts, you have to be real careful because, I mean, if you get that length wrong, you yeah. go from, like trendy to like mom yeah. jeans. Yeah, you do. Real fast to like, you don't want to look like, oh, she's just been wearing those same Bermuda denim shorts since 1990. You hey, know, I'm looking at Gap right now, though. They're they're cute. They're yeah. a couple of inches above the knee. They're not they're not all yeah. the way there. Here's mm-hmm. my question. Would you wear and I'll link to these. Like, I think these Railroad Stripe Girlfriend shorts are super cute. Have you seen those? Are those the ones that are kind of blousy? They're a little blousy. They're, they're, um. Hold on. I'm going there right now. This is like the old days. Let's look at our Insta <laughs> magazine. And Would y'all just about, indulge us for one second while we look at the computer? Um, okay. I'm going to look at these Railroad look at shorts. Railroad Stripe Girlfriend shorts. I think those are real cute. Okay, see, I I think they're cute. Hold on, I need to look at them. Okay, yes, those are cute because they don't have pleats. I was yes. worried. They do have a pair that have pleats. I think those are super cute. I like these little striped drapey, these striped drapey shorts that they have, I think are cute, that are kind of real breezy yes, looking. But, yeah, but I think those, those would fly up and that's way too much. I know. Like, well, mm-hmm. and the problem with those is, is once you get them in reality, that requires a certain kind of top. You have to wear like a mm. real fitted top and mm. I don't want to. I don't want to do that. But see, but the, I think those original Bermuda shorts are super cute. I do too. I think those are really cute. Mm-hmm. Now, when you go further down the page, they have the archive reissue pleated fit denim shorts. And I'm going to say, no, ma'am. Gal, <laughs> you were high. I mean, like, seriously. You need to scroll down. I need you to look at them. Do you oh, see yeah. them? I do see them. Yes, ma'am. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wore those with some Cole Haan loafers with some socks back in 1991. And those do not need to come back. Because, look, they don't even look good on that model. No, with a belt that was that was, t- that was uh, tight and then looped back through. The- uh-huh. mm-hmm. And see how they're trying to trick us because they've got a frayed hem. That frayed hem isn't going to redeem that. that no. Uh-uh. Nope. Nope, you need to say, do not. If you see anything with archive reissue pleated fit, <laughs> uh, nope, uh, no can do. Do not try to fool us with your pleats, Gap. Okay, so, so they've got a lot, like they've got, they've got a lot of those archive reissue. They got them in colors. Mm-hmm. Sorry, well, everybody it, that we're looking at our computers. No, but listen, here's a review for them. The, okay, the headline of the review, I will tell you, is 1991 is back. Thank mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. said, I ordered these shorts, and as soon as I slipped them on, I was reminded of my mom wearing her sun visor <laughs> and fanny pack, taking us kids from ride to ride at Six Flags in the early 90s. Mm-hmm. The price alone is worth the treasure trove of memories. No, and I'm sure that the, No, wait. And I'm sure that the luxurious length of zipper and the extra fabric <laughs> for the pleats can't be cheap. Thanks, Gap. These will go perfect with my hypercolor fanny pack and Discman. Will fit ever so nicely in the pockets. Got to listen to the cranberries when I'm on the go. Stop. That person who called themselves John 316 is my spirit animal. That's right. I mean, what on earth? I mean, if it reminds you of a sun visor and a fanny pack that your mom wore, that is not good. Okay. Let me ask you this. And again, we're, we're going to continue to look at our computers. 
Would yes. you wear those girlfriend rolled utility shorts? I think those are cute. I would wear those. Okay. I think those are cute. Yeah, I would wear those. But would yeah. you wear the stretch twill Bermuda short? I don't think I would. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-mm. I don't think I would. I feel like these, no. Mm-mm. Those are <laughs> cute. Mm. No. <laughs> I gotcha. Nope. Because I, I think a short at our age, I think, see the difference, the girlfriend rolled utility short, they need to look a little, I think if you're going to wear shorts at our age, they almost, they need to be a little slouchy and baggy and boyfriend. Yes. You yes. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I think the days of wearing like the short shorts or any kind of a short that fits super fitted just looks a little, it, it looks a little Maybe like a Saturday Night Live skit. I just, I wouldn't do it. I think those girlfriend rolled utility shorts are really cute. Yeah, those would be, those would be a good short. I just think more and more though, because here's my thing too. And I know we live in the South. I just, I don't really care for wearing shorts anymore. That's just, Mm-hmm. By and large, I mean, I know there are times that I wear them, but I have discovered I like a good cotton dress in the summer. Mm-hmm. I like a skirt. Or if I'm wearing shorts, I just like to go full athletic look. Um, because shorts, the problem with them is, is I just, because then you have to, eventually you have to sit down somewhere. Yes, you do. You know? <laughs> yes, you do. Yes. And that's where the problems arise, mm-hmm. is you sit and you're like, well, I just, I don't think, feel like this is a good look. So... That's just, that's how I feel about shorts. Mm-hmm. I, listen, I get you, sister. Mm-hmm. I, um, I will say, like, in Universal, we had talked about beforehand, like, how are we going to, what are we going to do? You know, we kind of all agreed we were going to be, like, super casual, not really try to dress. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, not worry about looking cute or whatever. And so, yeah. I did t-shirts and, um, and, like, workout pant things the whole time. Like, yeah. You know, like what I would go walking in is what mm-hmm. I wore to Universal. So, like little cropped workout pants, or I mean, just a just a really just a a hair away from from leggings. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think that works. I mean, I mean, that's... I was comfortable. It felt mm-hmm. good for walking all day. They were cool in turn, and I mean physically cool, like temperature wise, yes. cool. Not like <laughs> not like they were fire. Look. Look, my, it looks so cool. Uh, my workout pants were fire. Uh-huh. They were flames. Oh, she's, she's, uh-huh. she's lit. She's uh-huh. looking tight lit at, uh-huh. at, at Universal Studios. Yeah. No, but, uh-huh. um, but I'll, but like that, I can go like that in the summertime, you know, just let me, I'll just, I'll just, I'll pretend like I'm working out diligently every day. Yes. And yes. And maybe, you know, like four times out of six, I will be. Yeah, I know. Well, and I think that's Gully and I were having this conversation the other day because I said I get sucked into like, I'm like, oh, that's a cute summer top or I'm going to get that. Well, thing is, I don't need anything cute in the summer. I mean, I, I don't ever like dress up. And if I do, I have enough already in my closet that can suffice. But I mean, I'm not doing any speaking events in the summer. I'm not going to any kind of fancy things in the summer or ever really. But like, I just, I don't need anything cute for the summer. Well, you can, you, if you, even if you need to look nice, you've got white jeans, wedges yep. and a top yep. and some sort of top. Yep. And, and that's, that's really all. all you need. Yep. Yeah, that's it. So now we are going to have a wedding this summer. So I may need a dress. But I'm even that I'm like, I think I've probably got something in my closet I can make work, you know, I'm saying I have a wedding a couple of weddings this summer and and I need at some point to go dress shopping. But golly, you talk about something I'd rather shop for a swimsuit than shop for a dress. And that is saying something. 
I think dresses, you know, it's funny because I really, for Fashion Friday this week, I was trying to find like some cute dresses and I was like, I just don't see a whole lot that I like, you know? And I mean, I granted, sometimes you have to go try on, but there just wasn't much that I I really... have a, a um dress that I got when Knox and Jamie did the podcast live here in Birmingham. Knox's wife yes. sells LuLaRoe and I got a... I, I like it. It's it's made out of kind of like a thick t-shirt fabric, and that, it's mm-hmm. called like it's called the Carly. It's real cute, and I really like. I imagine this summer, I'm probably going to try to figure out how to dress that up a little bit to wear it to yeah. a wedding, just because I feel like for me to go buy a dressy dress at this point in my life is kind of a waste. Yes, yeah, that's I, it. You're going to spend. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Because when are you going to wear it again? And then if you have something, you're going to be like, well, I've already worn it. I don't really want to wear it again. Yeah, I just don't. I don't. Whatever world that is you live in where you need a lot of nice dresses. I do not live in that world. No, no. I Well, I kind of got the because I, I spoke at that. I had an event in Houston this uh past week and it was for St. Francis Day School and it was like a women's luncheon and so they were like dressed to the nines I mean like there were just some gorgeous dresses and so it kind of gave me that like look how cute and they were all real springy because of course it's already like 90 degrees here so everybody had on like their hot pinks I mean it looked like Easter it looked like an Easter service you know and so they were so and I was like oh I love a pretty dress but I was like I have nowhere in my life for a, a dress like that right now I just I wouldn't really wear it I know that's the thing. And it, like, if you talk about a rabbit hole, I can go down on Nordstrom is the dresses because mm-hmm. you look at them and you think, well, that is darling. That is, yes. just, that's the cutest thing. But I don't, I don't, I don't go those places. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Well, and we just bought Caroline two dresses because she's got like, she'll have eighth grade graduation and then she'll have like an athletic banquet deal. And so she needed a couple and we went to Nordstrom and found her some really cute ones, but I'm like, those she'll wear again. You know what I mean? Like she'll have a reason to wear them because she's at that age now, but um, me, not so much. So, okay. Any entertainment news at all on your end? Anything you've watched or read or listened to that you've loved? Um, I, okay. Well, while I was in Houston, cause I had some, de- well, I'll tell you, I watched two things. I rented, what is it? Bridget Jones's baby. Bridget yes. Jones has a baby. Have you seen that? <laughs> no, I have not. Okay. I love the, the Bridget Jones original movies though. Yeah, it was cute. I mean, it wasn't anything like I really got it because I was going to get Jackie with Natalie Portman because mm-hmm. I've been see that, but it was $18 on pay-per-view in my hotel. My word. $18. So I was like, well, I'm not spending $18 to watch it. And Bridget Jones was only seven. So that's <laughs> why Bridget Jones. So I chose Bridget Jones. Mm-hmm. And um, it was cute. It was, you know, it had Patrick Dempsey in it. And, you know, I think he's super dreamy. So, uh, you know, I, we watched that. I watched that. Um, I will tell you that Colin Firth, Mr. Darcy, he got cuter as the movie went on, but he looked real old to me, oh, which, no. yeah, it kind of made me, I was like, wow, he looks old, you know? Um but it was cute, and so I watched that. And then I also watched that night on Netflix. I watched Shit's Creek, okay. which is I have not say, seen that. S C H I T T apostrophe yes. yes. Shit's Creek. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was really funny. I mean, it's totally quirky because it's Eugene Levy, and um, and that uh, oh god, why can't I think of her name? You know who's in Best in Show and all those with him, Catherine O'Hara. Um, yes, Catherine O'Hara. Mm-hmm. So they're husband and wife. So here's the premise. This is not a spoiler. That, do you know what it's about? No, I have no idea. Okay. 
So it's on Netflix. I, I think there's just six episodes the first season. But they're, they're a husband and wife. They are the Rose family. They are filthy rich. And so at the very beginning, what happens is, is you find out that their business manager has totally stolen all their money. And the only thing they have left in the world is this town called Schitt's Creek that he bought as his son for a joke. And so they have to move to this town. Okay like little podunk town and they have to live. So, and with their grown kids who they have a son and a daughter who are like in their twenties and they have to all live in this like motel in Schitt's Creek. <laughs> and so, I mean, it is funny. It's like, if you like best in show and waiting for Guffman and all that, it's that kind of offbeat, like quirky humor. It's not family friendly, but it is, it's super funny. Okay. I would probably like it. It's not. Oh, here's what I'll say most the majority of it I was like I think I would let Caroline watch this I don't know that she would totally appreciate it or get it mm-hmm. a lot of it um and then there were a couple parts later where I was like yeah well that's a little inappropriate but it's not so unfamily friendly you know what I mean it's not like something that's horrendous it's just it does have some language and all that but it's it's super funny and quirky so okay yeah so it's worth it it's worth watching and it's quick because I mean it's like six 30 minute episodes is the first season well I, we watched last night we watched Ben Sloan um, with, now I cannot think of the actress who was in that movie. What's her name? She was in Zero Dark Thirty. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Um, Jessica. Chastain. Huh? No. Jessica Chastain? No. Yeah, yeah, Jessica Chastain. Isn't that right? Oh, yeah. And she was in The Help? Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, so we watched that because I thought, well, that's totally my kind of thing. I, you know, I love me a Washington drama some kind of government intrigue but it was not really what i thought it was going to be and i don't i don't it was a it was a it was a strange movie to me like there were parts that were it was interesting enough but there were parts where i was like ah this feels more like a, an episode out of an Aaron Sorkin series than maybe like a, a whole length feature film you know okay yeah 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 i hear you okay so, so you would not recommend it is no, what you're talking not really i mean maybe like if it's just you know if it's free i don't know yeah <laughs> not I mean, if it's 18 dollars at a hotel room. i always feel bad when i don't love stuff because i think well somebody poured their heart and soul into this for a considerable yeah. amount of time and and i appreciate the work that went into it but maybe it was just not for me you know what yeah. i mean yeah not everything is for everybody no. that's just the way it is that's yeah i agree because i feel that way about books because i'm like god oh, i mean now i appreciate like what it takes to write a book so i'm like i'm sure Somebody thought this was good. I just did not really care for it. Well, I um, actually just finished a book last night after we watched the movie. I finished, um, and it's a, it's a, well, I, you know, I think I told you, like, one of the reasons why I started my blog way back when, and and um, one of the things that kind of got me interested in writing again was I was reading, I read um, a Jennifer Weiner book that I loved, and she had a blog, and, and yes. that kind of led to me reading a bunch of different blogs and all that kind of stuff. And so she has written a book of essays. It's nonfiction, oh. which all of her writing, you know, is, has, so far has been fiction. But this is a, a book of nonfiction essays about her life called Hungry Heart. Mm-hmm. And I was fascinated by the whole thing because we were about the same age, but from very different backgrounds. She's um, Jewish. She grew up in the in in Connecticut. Like she went to Princeton. You know, she's got a, a, an Ivy League sort of academic background and then she yes. was a reporter and became a, a fiction writer so we we've we've not necessarily kind of grown up the same and yeah that kind of stuff um and so I love just reading about her life and about her family and okay um 
but here's the, the main thing I want to say about that. Like, it was such a treat to read just real. She's just a great writer. And mm-hmm. she, um, she writes great sentences. I know that sounds so mm-hmm. no, I get it. corny, but she writes great sentences. And so it was really fun to read, especially not working on anything right now. And just to mm-hmm. kind of see how she does that whole nonfiction essay thing. So I really mm-hmm. enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like reading that. That's one of my favorite. It, like that genre is like one of my favorites when and it's I, just. Yeah, and I thought a thousand times when I was reading it, oh, Melanie would love this. She would think that was so funny. And it's not like okay. it's not intentionally like you know, haha funny all the way through. She's a really witty writer. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. just read, hearing about her family and how different struggles within her family kind of affected her and shaped her. And I don't know. It was okay. Okay. It was a great I mean, thing to read before, like at night before I would go to bed because you could read one or half of one essay. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And you are self, yeah, self-contained. Yeah. Okay. I like that. I may have to check that out because I really am trying to get summer. That is my goal. You know, I have not been a good reader at all this spring, but I'm really wanting to read a lot of books because summer is usually when I manage to get a lot of reading done. So I want to start compiling my list of what I will try to read this summer. So I've got a little um, backlog in my Kindle library of stuff that I've bought that I haven't gotten to yet. And so I'm trying to keep my eyes out for stuff that sounds interesting you know, like I, I downloaded yeah. a sample to a book that um, I think it was Laura Tremaine mentioned on Twitter the other day, um, a murder mystery that she had, she read and loved. And so I've got the sample for that on my Kindle and it's kind of fun to start gearing up for some summer reading. Yeah, I know. Cause it's like, that's when I'll have time. I'll mm-hmm. have some time. Well, and I've still got one little project, one little project or, you know, 50 <laughs> things I have to write. But as soon as that, my goal is to be done with that by the summer. So that this summer I can just read and not worry about other stuff. You know what I mean? So, right. Yes. So yes. That, is, that is my plan. So, um, okay. Now let me tell you this on, we're shifting, uh, we're going to, I'm going to take us down. We're going to take a right turn okay. to, um, to beauty products. Oh, okay. Not so much that I have found a specific beauty product, but so, you know, I was doing that. I did that video shoot in round top. Um, two weeks ago. And so yes. I had a makeup artist who came and I really liked her. She was really good. Um, but sh- we talked a lot about skincare, as you can imagine. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> because she was my captive audience yes, while I she am. put my makeup on me for, I'm, I'm going to tell you. So just someday, if y'all ever get this Bible study and you see me, here's what you need to know. She spent an hour and a half on my makeup. So that's how long. So just so you know, if you're like, God, I wonder if naturally she looks like that. The answer is no, mm-hmm. I do not. Mm-hmm. Um, none of it was natural. Um, but anyway, she was telling me, we talked a lot about uh, skincare. And she told me, we talked about Botox and she said she is not a believer in Botox. Okay. Because she said what happens is, is it causes what people don't think about is you paralyze those muscles and then those muscles atrophy from lack of use. And so when you see those Hollywood stars who kind of start to get sad cat face, you know what I'm talking about? Whatever. That's because those muscles, they've had so much Botox that all those muscles have atrophied and then you can't even Botox doesn't help them anymore because there's no muscle there. That makes so much sense, though. Doesn't it? I mean, it totally, I'd never thought about that. So she said the best thing you can do for your face is you really need to, like, exercise your face muscles. Oh, like, please tell me <laughs> she showed you some exercises. Yeah, of course. But you just, like, and it's not really, you just have to, like, 
lift your, you know, you have to keep those muscles active and like your chin, you have to like do like, you know, like tighten up those chin muscles and that'll help you not get like saggy skin there and everything. It's all about your muscle tone underneath. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm- she said fingers too. And she said the problem is, is once you start all that stuff and she brought up, which is what I have noticed is I think a lot of women, she said, people start to get that stuff younger and younger thinking that it will keep them from ever having wrinkles. And she said, but what it ends up doing is aging you prematurely and you look older than you are, which I, I think that's. I agree. Yes. Yeah. Because it's like on Real Housewives when you look at them and you're like, well, she looks like a well-preserved 45-year-old, but she's 32. Right. Yes. So. I think the same thing with the lip injections. I think it has the yeah. same effect. Like it, mm-hmm. it, it makes it look like you're somebody older trying to hold on. Yeah. Yeah. So I just thought that was really interesting. But she told me, so we talked about my hyperpigmentation, of course. Certainly. Yes. I laughed. Who was it? Somebody tweeted and was like, Sherloom. Did they still like somebody was catching up on podcast? And I thought, oh, I'd even, I'd forgotten all about Sherloom. (laughs) That was like a, I just, you know, I get on board with this stuff and then it's like, it's gone. It's like, that's it. Um. I, I mean, I guess what that says is there's never really been very many beauty products that I order multiple times. Well, you, know? but you, tr- you give it your, you're an equal opportunity. I'm trying, sampler. you know, yeah, I'm trying, but I haven't, but anyway, somebody asked about Shirley, but it made me think about my hyperpigmentation and how long I've been chasing that dragon. But, um, Anyway, she said that they're really that there are products on the market that can minimize it and that can certainly make it better, but it's just really hard. But she said you can do something. She said people will tell you to go get a photo facial. And she said, I think that's a waste of time. She said, if you're gonna do it, what you need to just do is go get fraxled. What's that mean? Well, that's what I said. I go, tell me about Fraxelin. So Fraxeling is like heavy duty laser that they do on your face. And she said, so they numb your whole face. And then basically, essentially with the laser, they burn all that stuff off. And so she said for like a week, it looks like you've had a bad sunburn. But then your skin comes back and it gets rid of it. So have you made your appointment? No, because the part about it's like a week of recovering from a sunburn. You know, I don't mm-hmm. like things. It's like it's like a weight of beauty, pain, beauty, pain. And I, True I don't story. know. Yeah. So I don't know. I, but I'm like, but it's good to know. I'm going to hold that in my in my pocket because my I will tell you that my eyebrow person <laughs> was telling me that they have vastly improved <laughs> on lasers. <laughs> Listen, I'm holding out hope for the day you talk about your fraxel person. Well, my fraxel person. Is, but I get fraxled. Um, but she said that they've really gotten lasers down to where now they have these cool touch lasers. Cause we were talking about laser hair removal. And I said, I was so great when I had it done, but I'll never do it again because it hurt like hell mm-hmm. and I'll never, it was the worst thing ever. So I was like, I can't do it. And so she was like, no, but now they've got these like cool lasers and it doesn't whatever. So it's like, well, sign me up when you get one of those, I will like, whatever. I'll be like one of those like cats with no hair, you know, sure. like just, <laughs> Get rid of all of it. Austin <laughs> <laughs> Powers. Yes. I'll be like that cat that Rachel had on Friends that said, Rachel. <laughs> Rachel. So. <laughs> oh, golly. Oh. But anyway. But I'm hoping maybe they'll have a Fraxel version of that laser that can do that to your face without, because I don't, I worry about the numbing cream because, you know, I tried that. They say that works, but I don't really know that it works. Yeah. I remember you said the numbing cream hurt kind of, didn't it? It Well, it hurt. And remember that they, I did it on my lip because they were going to do that hair removal on my upper lip and then I licked it and then my throat was, 
Oh gosh. I couldn't feel my tongue for like hours. Like it was. <laughs> so that didn't really, you know, so I'm, I've had a bad experience with the numbing cream. So anyway, I don't know, but I just thought the fraxeling, I was just, I'd never heard that term before. So I thought that was kind of fascinating. I haven't either. It sounds so fancy and kind of mathematic. Like, kind yeah. of, you know, We're gonna, I'm going to get fraxeled. It sounds I'm like gonna algebra. Get, yeah, but I think my thing is too, and it dawned on me when I sat out because I sat out at a track meet yesterday. I'm going to be at a soccer game tomorrow. And I thought mm-hmm. the problem is, is you go do all that to your skin and I can only minimize my sun exposure so much, That's you right. know, like, yeah. so, I mean, and I'm good about my sunscreen and all that stuff. So maybe after Caroline graduates from high school, I'll go get fraxled. Well, maybe, maybe you could do like, we saw several people at Universal who just camped out under an umbrella. You can just get up under yeah. an umbrella, like all the time. All the time. Mm-hmm. And then you think, God, you don't want, I don't want to be that person, you know? So anyway, but I just thought that was really interesting. But she also said, and I've been reading a lot about a product by Sunday Riley called Good Jeans. Okay. You heard about this? No. Uh, I will tell you, it's pricey. It's like $100 for a bottle. Um, but when you start reading the reviews of it, like it has five-star reviews everywhere. So it's a lactic acid treatment and it's a serum. I'm and you it put up it, right now. Yeah, and you put it on your face every night. But people say that it literally, literally, literally. you wake up and mm-hmm. it's like it helps with large pores. It helps with wrinkles. It helps with hyperpigmentation. Like it basically like kind of gives your face a little peel every night. But it has, I mean, everywhere you look on every website, it has phenomenal reviews. Okay, I'm looking at it right now. Anything with acid in it, though, typically to me, like this is what happens with me, is my fa- I itch. Like it just it drives me crazy. I want to claw my face yeah. off. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's going to make you itch. I mean, that's, but you just have to decide, is it worth it? <laughs> Beauty, pain. Beauty, pain. Yeah, that's it. Which one do you choose? Beauty, pain. So anyway, I don't know. So I'm tempted to try Sunday Riley, but she told me that if I would go to Sephora, that they will give you a sample of it that'll last a couple of days. And she said, and you'll be able to tell in a couple of days if you think it's worth it. Okay, I'm looking at the reviews. Now, the first review says, of course, this makes my face incredibly itchy. (laughs) Sophie Hudson. Sophie Hudson. Yeah, I don't think I don't think that would necessarily be something I can. I I don't know. But but what good packaging that has. My goodness. I know. People talk about they have a nice glow that their skin feels smoother than ever. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Anyway, I don't know. Now I have gone and gotten two like, um, like facial peels, I think, since our last podcast. Like at the dermatologist kind yeah, of thing? Yeah, a facial person. Okay. So um, so it does, it, it burns and stings, but you know, that's always my sign that it's working. Um, but she gives me a little fan. I have a little handheld fan. So while she's putting that on my face, I have the fan blowing on it to cool it off. Okay. All right. So, um, and I can't tell. I mean, I think my skin, like it feels better after. I don't know that it, I mean, it doesn't really look any better, but that's, that's it. So... Hmm. Short story, long story short, I still have not found the cure-all for hyperpigmentation. Well, listen, it's not for lack of trying. And no. and at some I, point you're 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 going to you're going to run maybe. across something. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Maybe or I'll just go get fraxled and that'll be the end <laughs> of it. So, oh, golly. Well, I know. 
Yeah. So anyway, that's it. So that's that's my beauty. But other than that, I have no, I have nothing to report. Oh, you know what? I do one more thing. What? So she did use, and I linked it on my blog today. It's uh, and you, we'll put it on the podcast links. But it's um, Clarins Lip Perfector is what I she used on my lips you the whole time that yesterday, and that you, that you didn't even dry out when you were talking. Listen, it was miraculous. Okay. It really like, and she said she goes, it's expensive. It's twenty six dollars, which I I don't know that I've ever spent twenty six dollars on a tube of lip product because I've always felt like, eh, you can go get whatever at the drugstore. It's same stuff. But like this felt so good on your lips and like was so moisturizing and stayed on like that I was, I, I bought it immediately. I was like, okay. that's worth it. And I'm, it gave I'm, a nice, mm-hmm. it gave a nice color and it felt like it was very moisturizing and like healing for your lips. So. Now does, is it a, is it a color, does it come in colors or does it go underneath your lipstick? No, it comes in colors. So, but it's a, it's a sheerer tint. So it's not super, but it just, it gave a nice, so you could wear it over. She said like you could get a sheer one and just wear it over your lipstick or, you know, or your normal whatever, but it's, it's kind of a gloss, but it's not sticky like a gloss. It's just really, so it gives you a little bit of shine, but it's not, you know how lip gloss can feel real sticky or Mm -hmm. ever, but it was like, I mean, I talked and did all of that and it never felt weird on my lips and it never like, you know how sometimes your lips, it's like, it starts to like. You feel like it's like gathering in the corners. Oh, for sure. Spheres. Yeah. I you think. know, like, no, it never, it was, I mean, it really, that I have to say, it was. it's worth it. it. It's a great product. Okay. Do you remember what color she used on you? I'm looking at it right now on Ulta. She used, I ordered, she used a real light color. Hold on. Let me find it. I'll tell you. Um, it wasn't nude. It was like a real pale pink because she was putting another lipstick on me with it mm-hmm. just because I was on just because I was on camera but it was um hold on I'll tell you so I ordered for myself and I have not gotten it in yet um oh hold on see here we are looking at our computer I, know. Again. I think I'm gonna order that rose color I think that would be the one that I would want yeah it's because it, it comes on it's lighter than it looks like the color is you know so mm-hmm. it's a good but I'm telling you it's it was a good one. It's, it was one of, it's, I have not gotten that excited over like just a random beauty product like that in a long time. Okay. I'm in. Yeah, it's good. Um, and I think especially for summer too. Yes. So, okay. Um, so I, I recommend it. That's, that's a fun. That's it. Yeah. So, oh yeah. Instant light, natural lip perfector. Okay. Let's see what color. I'll tell you exactly what color she used on me. Okay. Um, she used, uh, Rose Shimmer is what she used on okay. me. Okay. Yeah, she used Rose Shimmer. I ordered for myself Toffee Pink Shimmer because I felt like I would probably like that more just to wear every day. But you liked the shimmer. Yes, I did like the, They all have a little bit of shimmer. Okay. And so it gives them, because it's shine, but then the, the color is like a sheer tint. Okay, so she used Rose Shimmer on you. Mm-hmm. Okay. All mm-hmm. right. But it looked real natural. It really was one of those where you're like, well, this just looks like me, but but See, like that, better. I, like the, I like that toffee pink shimmer, too. That's really pretty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I know. I think that's pretty, too. Maybe is that what I ordered? Yeah, that's what I ordered. Yeah, toffee pink shimmer is what I ordered. Okay. Yeah, a- I felt like a little bit brighter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, this is very exciting. I can't, I can't uh-huh. wait. Yeah, it's a nourishing lip formula. <laughs> It's, it's sheer tints of color plus 3D shine. That's exactly right. It creates a soft, kissable, irresistibly pretty <laughs> pout. So I don't really know what more you could want. And it has acacia micro pearls. 
Well, I mean, and everybody knows all the best lip products do. Have acacia micropearls. That's exactly right. Go get Fraxel. Yeah. Go get get your acacia. Mm -hmm. Get your lip Mm -hmm. perfector. Yeah. Okay. Well, we have covered a lot of ground. We have covered, I feel like we have, if you want to plan a vacation, if you need a good lip product, if you're looking for jean shorts that are either archives or not. Yes. I mean, we something for everybody. Yeah. I am going to... Um, I, you know, I mentioned we went to Costco earlier. I'm going to go cut up some fruit and stuff and get all that oh. put away. And then, you know, my Mississippi State Bulldogs play tonight in the semifinals yes, of the NCAA tournament. And so Are you I'm, super excited? Oh, oh, my, oh, my word. <clears throat> I scared a man at Costco because I had on I had on. <laughs> I had on a state t-shirt and he came, like was walking toward us and he had on state shorts and a state t-shirt and I like ran in front of him and was like, go dogs. And, and he was kind of stunned and I was like, we're state people too. And he was, okay, ma'am, thank you. Yeah. Um, I was like, it's a big day. <laughs> he said, it, it, it is a big day. Man. Oh God. Yeah, so, it is. I'm on, I'm going to get all that ready. I'm going to go walking and then I'm going to come back and we'll settle in. I'm going to watch South Carolina and Stanford and then I'm going to watch the dogs in Yukon. Okay. All right. Well, I'm Utah, super. you know, hasn't lost, hasn't lost a game in like 110 no, In days. like a hundred games. Uh-huh. I know. I feel like every time I see a motivational sports thing on Facebook, it's, <laughs> it's their coach. It's just their a, coach. Yeah. A phenomenal program and a fun, I mean, just crazy, a crazy yeah. amount of success, but yeah. Yes. I don't know. You never know how that could well, go. You never know. I mean, everybody's got to lose sometime. But I will tell you, he doesn't just watch what they do on the court. He watches their body language on the bench on the to bench. see what kind of athlete they are. He he waits to see. He wants the girl who's going to go across the scoring table to try to get that ball. That's even right. If, mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Because I've watched a lot of motivational. And then I'm like, <laughs> Caroline, watch this video. And she's like, look, she doesn't care. I'm like, I'm so fired up for you to go play today. She's uh-huh. like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Who's this guy? Why do I need to listen to him? Who cares? Thanks. Oh, God. Okay. Well, this has been delightful. Yes, it has. All right. Well, we hope y'all have a great... I'm probably not going to post this until Monday, so y'all will know if State won or not. Right. We'll know. All mysteries will be solved on Monday. All mysteries will be solved on Monday. Okay. Y'all have a great week, and we will talk to y'all later. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Got to go full floor here. Dillingham across midcourt. Dillingham with it. Five to get off a shot. William on the drive. Pull up, pull up. Got it! She got it! She got it! One of the great upsets in history. Mississippi State in overtime at the buzzer.